Hey, so before we get started, I wanted to talk to you guys about Disney Plus. Now, I know by now you've probably heard about Disney Plus, the new streaming service that includes Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. With all these amazing brands in one place, Disney Plus has one of the most incredible libraries in the entire streaming landscape, and it's all ad-free. From classics like Snow White to today's blockbusters like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame, the content on Disney Plus is truly unparalleled. And if all that isn't enough, Disney Plus even has originals like The Mandalorian, the first live-action Star Wars series. So don't miss out. Go and sign up today and start streaming and tell them Hayes sent you. All right, um, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Awakened Soul. And let me just, um, for any first-time listeners, this is is going to be a little bit different than our normal episodes this week. And I think uh, you guys can probably figure out why. Well, I hope you would, you would know why. And um, just, you know, with, with losing Kobe, um, him and his daughter passing away, and also the other passengers. I know a, a lot of this is going to be mentioned about uh, Kobe, of course, because of what he meant to people and his daughter, um, because of us getting to see really both of them grow up. Of course, his daughter up until that point. But Kobe, we really got to see his whole life. Um, so I'm going to do this episode is going to be different. So I had a whole episode planned um, with Tia um, and that one's still going to drop later on in the week. But I just really a. I didn't feel like it would be appropriate uh, to drop that episode after this and be just <laughs> um, because of what like Kobe represented to me and what I know he meant to me. I didn't like I wanted to take the time to dedicate something to him. And, you know, it's not going to be an extremely long episode. Um, I, of course, didn't know him personally and. I know that there's going to be so many podcasts from like ESPN and specials and shows that come up where you're really going to get it. But um, I wanted to take some time out to uh, use my platform uh, just to talk about what Kobe Bryant, you know, what what he meant to me. Um, So we're going to we're going to take a step back from our usual programming. Like I said, the regular full episode of The Awakened Soul is going to drop uh, in a couple of days after this is made available. I want to thank you guys for bearing with me this during this time, so um, during this change and everything. So what we're going to do uh, before we get into anything else, uh, we're going to go ahead and do a 24-second moment of silence for Kobe. That's what we're going to do, 24 seconds. And then um, after that, uh, we're going to get into our intro music and then we're going to come back and I'm just going to talk about some of my favorite memories and everything from uh, from Kobe. And we're just going to see where it takes us. Right. So let's go ahead and get into uh, the 24 second moment of silence for Kobe. Twenty years, I was very fortunate to play. Uh, I thought about the game. You know, when I face adversity and I look at it as a challenge or an opportunity, where did that come from? What was the genesis for me? Well, I said it a year and a half ago. No way in the world would I ever put anybody in the conversation with Michael Jordan. But Kobe Bryant is there. He's as good as Michael Jordan on any given day. Right here, here. 
Lakers were my favorite team growing up, by far. So I was very fortunate. Day by day, one day at a time. Doesn't matter if I'm sick. Doesn't matter if I have a sprained ankle. Is he as good as Michael Jordan? It's been blasphemy to say it, really about anybody, but it's an actual discussion you can have now. say about Kobe and why I think like for for those who don't understand why like there are so many people who are going to have feelings and thoughts and everything um for Kobe is because we got we like I said earlier in the opening we got to see Kobe grow up Kobe was the first great basketball player that I got to see his whole career as as most of you guys know if you've been listening to this a while the people who are close to me know I am a huge Chicago Bulls fan uh and I can't and I was born in 86 so I got to see I got to be technically alive for all of Jordan's uh most of Jordan's career but I only really got to be alert and aware of the of the second three-peat um that's really when what I took notice of and even then I wasn't as big of a basketball fan as I am now my basketball fandom really started like it kicked into high gear when the Sixers and the Lakers had their fight, like that season, probably a season two before then is when I was like really, really engaged in the basketball. But that series to me was such a, A, it was an awesome series to watch. It was two young stars when you think of Iverson and Kobe Bryant um, going at it. And that's when I started hating Kobe Bryant. And I tweeted it out before. It's like Kobe was the first great player that I hated. And not because of him personally, not because of anything like that. I just hated it because he wasn't on my team. I hated it because he mimicked Jordan. And I don't mean that in like an unflattering way, but when you look at the way he, A, his competitiveness, B, like just 
his 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 motions like the, the way he moved on the court was so much like Jordan some of his mannerisms and the way he would chew his gum and I hated Kobe for so long it really wasn't until my um adult years when uh he got with Paul Gasol and that team that I really started appreciating Kobe and going back and just like appreciating him as the player he was I hated him for so long I hated seeing the Lakers win but you you appreciated his competitiveness and we all know every, everyone who listens to this podcast knows I'm an extremely competitive person um I have a chip on my shoulder and I think Kobe spoke to that generation of men who felt that way you couldn't want to be a competitor and not try to model yourself in somewhat after the black mamba right and it's it's just difficult because so many great when you look at great basketball players so many of the greats are still around and we're talking about from the from the 60s and 70s they're still around like we haven't really lost many great basketball players and i mean the upper echelon we haven't lost many of them like yeah we may not see him much they they may not make appearances and of course they don't play anymore but we haven't really lost any any of them so to lose kobe at 41 someone who still had so much left to the game to give to the game in one way or another just you know giving people advice and hearing him talk about basketball like even during my time period where I really I I like I said I couldn't stand Kobe Bryant as a player um you recognize his competitiveness you loved hearing him talk about the game of basketball and he was like a student he was not like he was a student of the game and me and Kobe are only eight years apart in age only eight years that may seem like a lot but it's really not and and someone who already at like thinks about mortality, especially nowadays, to think about just the craziness that could happen. Um, and I and I'm sorry, I know I'm going to be bouncing all over the place today, so bear with me. Um, but yeah, so I've really Kobe and AI in that series, and I don't remember the exact year when it was the Sixers and the and the Lakers in the playoffs was really my emergence as a huge basketball fan. It, it started with that series. And then to watch them three-peat and him and Shaq fall out. And then when Shaq went to the Heat, he played with Dwayne. And I was a huge Dwayne fan and just wanted to see them beat the Lakers. And I still was like, yeah, yeah, win a title without Kobe. But, again, all that is just someone who really loved their team and just hated seeing someone beat them so often. And we know all about the 81-point game. We know about his scoring. We know about the times where he would – well, he was the best defender on the team sometimes, and he would like take as much enjoyment as shutting somebody defensive down defensively as scoring a bunch of points. And this one hurt because I got to see Kobe's whole career. I got to see that. Um, I got to see him mature as a man, and as he matured as a man, I matured as a man. And not saying that because of him or anything like that, but just to see kind of those things parallel it it makes it feel different it makes it hit a little bit harder the fact that this guy's gone and then as a father the fact that his daughter left with him and they were inseparable like you it's so much that you see with him 
and Gigi and it's just like together and you know that that viral gif went around with him or video clip went around with him and her talking about the game at the at, at, on the sidelines watching basketball and as a father you the you hear my daughter's voice on every show every intro of of the show and for him to lose his daughter or his daughter be lost with him it just it makes it hit even even harder like i came home and i'm just looking at my daughters and i'm just like i don't know man um and i know i didn't like say how they were lost we all know at this point it was during a helicopter crash and you just you never know when you can go you can take all the precautions in the world and when it's your time it's just your time um and a clip I didn't see this because I really don't watch much like live TV, but him on Jimmy Kimmel and he talked about how people like ask if he needs or says he needs to have a son so someone can pass on the legacy. And and she was like, oh, no, I got this. And she had that competitive spirit that he had. And, you know, I heard something on ESPN today where they said, well, you will look at her and know that she's the future of the WNBA and what that impact could have had. And, yeah, we could have would have could have should have. We'll, we'll never really know what could have came of her life, what she could have did to the WNBA game or what Kobe would have did later on in life if he would have moved into being an executive or whatever. But the loss of life and the loss of idols, because as much as I say it, and I've said this during this recording, that I hated Kobe Bryant as a player during a time, a time, um, I respected what Kobe did on the court. Like there, there was, it was so hard to watch this man play basketball and not be wild every single game damn near and yeah towards the end of his career he tailed off especially after he had the injury um and he came back and had that final the final couple couple, the final couple seasons before his last season kind of rough for the young people around him but and then his last game you know it's it sucks um it sucks and i could only imagine what his family feels what his life his wife i'm sorry what his wife feels like she lost a husband and a child and then has to go on and still be a mother and be strong for the three children that they have remaining. Their lives will never be the same. Never be the same. And it just, man, it hurts. That's all I can really say. Um, yeah, and to see like Michael Jordan come out Um, If you guys haven't seen like LeBron's reaction after he got off the plane, what Kobe meant to the game is you can't take that away from it. Like, yeah, LeBron is the greatest of his of his time. But the the first one to really pick up that mantle from Jordan was Kobe Bryant. And, you know. And, you know, and I hate to see like the people who took this time out on social media to say derogatory shit towards Kobe. Like um, the tweet where it was someone he's saying, you know, Kobe was a rapist and I hate the Lakers and all this. And if you can't humanize yourself to realize just the, the human aspect of this loss, then fuck you period. Um, but yeah, I mean, this I didn't know what was going to come out sitting down and doing this recording. I knew it wasn't going to be long. Um but this is I I 
I needed to talk this one out and or to just sit here and just think about it and share my thoughts. Um, I would go over like my favorite moments uh, from Kobe, but it's really it's too many of them, both <laughs> against my teams and, and times where I did want to see him win. Um, yeah, it's it's there's he, hell. He had games where he just completely killed the Bulls and demoralized me. I remember there was a brief period in time where he was. He, it looked like he was going to actually go to the Chicago Bulls, which was exciting. And then uh, he ended up not leaving the Lakers. And, you know, for someone to play 20 seasons or 20 years and never leave a team is rare nowadays. I mean, look how many times LeBron moved around and Shaq moved around and just um, ADs moved. Like uh, every great KD, every every great lately, like moves around. And for Kobe to do it all in L.A. and all in the Lakers and what he meant to that city. I texted Baylor, uh, one of my co-hosts on the Breaks Radio, um, who lives in California, and, you know, just to check up on him. And he said this is like losing Nip all over again and losing his idols. And I can just only imagine because, you know, I like I said, I spent so much of my time rooting against Kobe um, that I really didn't. My emotional attachment to him came as a father and as an adult. Um, But for those people who grew up their whole almost their whole lives and saw Kobe play, it's just like, wow, man, I could I can I could only imagine. Um, But that's it. That's all I got. I wanted to we had the 24 seconds of silence. Uh, I was in my mind. I was hoping to be able to get this to 24 minutes to kind of just, you know, the number 24. But um, we're going to end it so that it feel where it feels right. And overall, I just want to send my prayers and thoughts to Kobe and his family and to the other uh, young lady, uh, Gigi's teammate, who uh, was on that helicopter with it. And one of her parents, that family lost a, a daughter and a, and a parent as well and has to deal with the same thing that Vanessa is going to have to deal with. And, you know, there were seven other passengers um, on that plane other than Kobe and his daughter. And every member of that family will uh, will of, of the families of those people will never be the same again. And. Something that Kobe's probably done countless times is ride a helicopter to go to where he needed to go. Um, yeah, you just never know. You never know. And, you know, you you hear a lot. Or uh, you will hear a lot of like, of course, the, it's true, but it's it's typical. You huck, pull your people in close, make amends, all all the silly shit. Like it is true, and we'll sit here and and in a week we'll go back to arguing on Twitter. We'll go back to arguing in social media, and I don't know. Um, the the it's very rare. Few people who leave an impact that Kobe's going to leave, whether it's just in LA, whether it's just with the Lakers, whether it's worldwide, there's, there's only so many people who are going to, going to be able to leave that impact. And, you know, he'll never be forgotten, never be forgotten. So we're going to end this episode with a uh, tribute to Kobe Bryant. And uh, like I said, I'll get you, I'll get you guys the full episode. I want to thank you for bearing with me as I work through my thoughts in here. I know this was, this is way more informal than I usually get, but uh, it was needed for this one. So um, for everyone who's mourning Kobe Bryant, um, you know, what were your favorite moments of him? Share them. Let's talk about it. Let's get through this together the best way that we can. Um, and I, and I love you guys. I say that I end every episode with that, but this, this week is a special one. Cause I'm, I mean it. 
Um, when I in this in the podcast saying that I love each and every one of you guys, that's real. I love my supporters um, for whatever that's worth from my humble abode in Columbus, Ohio. I love you people. I really do. And I love the support that you give me. Um, yeah. And for everyone who's hurting through this, I send my love and condolences as well. So we're going to go ahead and head out. I'll see you guys again in a couple of days. I love each and every one of you. Peace. Here's to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not. Cause the drinks bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. Toast to the ones that today. Toast to the ones that we lost on the way. Cause the drinks bring back all the memories. And the memories bring back memories, bring back your. There's a time that I remember. And I did not know no pain. When I believed in forever. Everything will stay the same Now my heart feel like December When somebody say your day Cause I can't reach out to call you But I know I will one day yeah. Everybody hurts sometimes Everybody hurts someday yeah, yeah. But everything gon' be alright Gonna raise a glass and say yeah. Here's to the ones that we got Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not Cause the drinks bring back all the memories Of everything we've been through Toast to the ones here today Toast to the ones that we lost on the way Cause the drinks bring back all the memories And the memories bring back memories bring